Hello, thank you for joining me. You're listening to the Profitable Online Coaching Podcast, the place where we talk about everything online coaching, including marketing, business models, tools, and mindset. Hey, this is Stephanie. I wanted to jump in before we start today's great episode and let you know that I have just opened up my calendar after the holidays and I'm currently onboarding new clients who will work with me till the end of the year to create an amazing, successful 2023. But listen to this episode first. If it raises questions, just go to stephaniefitenu.com call and book yourself a free consult. And now let's dive straight into today's episode. In today's episode, we're going to talk about your must-not-do list for coach success. And basically, it's just a list of pitfalls to avoid as a new coach. You know, there are a lot of things that can actually really slow down your progress and have you spinning your wheels and feeling like this is really not going to work out. And I really, really want to spare you this pain. So that's what today's episode is about. Let's dive right in. So the first thing is, Do not avoid niching. People sometimes hate it. They get so stuck. They go through this problem and they just get stuck. They don't know how they're going to come out. And the thing is, people who stick with it, people who go through the problem, work it out, eventually come out winners in the end. There was a time where maybe the industry was not so saturated, where you could actually afford to have a very generic title like life coach. But today it's become way too hard to find people when you just call yourself something so generic. So it's very important that you niche and that you really find your superpower and your strength while you do this. It can be really hard, I know, if you're multi-talented or maybe if you have tried so many different things and there are a lot of things that you are genuinely good at, but you need to grit your teeth And if you cannot do it alone, find a coach that can help you to create a roadmap if this is hard for you. Because sometimes it's not just about sitting down and finding your niche, you know, maybe working with a coach. Uh, By the way, I I sometimes switch from niche to niche. People call it different things. Um, The correct way of saying it is actually niche because it's a French word and the CH just sounds like a show. But anyway, that's a little side note. But niching is one of those things where you can actually decide not to take a decision today. You can actually create a roadmap that is going to put you in a position to take a very clear decision. It might be an idea if you're really stuck on this one thing to actually get the help of a coach. And I do offer this kind of coaching. You, of course, don't have to work with me. There are many coaches out there that can help you with this. But I do have a special session to help you with this if this is something you're stuck with. There are actually two ways in which you can build a roadmap to help you find clarity. But the truth is that some people cannot actually pick their niche until they have worked with a number of clients or until they have tested certain things. So I completely understand, but stick with it because if you avoid doing it, it could in the long run really, really rig your your chances of success. So stick with it and find a way out and pick your niche. The second thing to absolutely make sure that you avoid is picking the wrong strategy for your business stage. A lot of people find it really hard 
because they're in the beginning, especially in the beginning, this is so hard, but every business stage requires a different strategy or at best, maybe an evolution of the same strategy or roadmap, but it needs to evolve. It needs to change as you go through the different stages of business. So you got to make sure that you're using the right strategy for your phase of business. But also something I always say is it's got to be the right strategy for you as well. So one of the things that you need to sort of think about is, is the strategy a good fit for my business stage? Is it a good fit for me? If the strategy doesn't feel right, if you're resisting it, if you don't really want it, that is a sign. Listen to your gut. Let's take an example. For instance, if you're just starting out and you don't have a budget of $300 to $500 a month to spend on marketing, then don't start list building and selling using a webinar funnel with ads. Because especially if you're not very tech savvy and you don't know how to do the ads yourself, this is going to put you out of pocket. You're going to spend so much and it's not a strategy that you can retain in the long term, which means you may have a short spite of success and that's it. So you need to think longevity as well. And this is why picking the right marketing strategy for your business stage is key because the right marketing strategy is going to give you longevity. It's going to win you time by getting you cash flow in as fast as possible and by combining your long-term goals with your short-term goals. You can start with something simple like blogging or social media and keep in mind that you need your core content and then use the social media as an amplifier. Otherwise, you are going to burn out in the long term. The next thing to absolutely not do is do not ignore your personality, passions and dreams. It's very easy to build the wrong kind of business if you don't listen to yourself and listen to your gut and do what you want to do. Sometimes people end up either chasing the money or listening to the gurus or trying to build a practice that is identical to someone else's, or at least so it looks like on the outside. This is an absolute recipe for disaster because you can never really reverse engineer someone else's business because you're only seeing it from the outside. You never really know what's under the bonnet. Here's what you want to do instead. You want to listen to yourself. You want to think about what you love doing. You want to see where your unfair advantage is. What is the thing that comes to you so easily that it's, it's almost unfair for others because your patchwork of experience is just absolutely made for you to be excellent at this? And what is this superpower that you have? Listen to where your passion and dreams are. Listen to where they want to take you because that's what will make you happy. And happiness is wealth. Yeah, you know, a lot of people mistake the numbers in your bank account for wealth. Now, of course, you do need to have a certain amount of money to be happy. I understand that because there are difficulties in life that we would have to deal with if we don't have enough money. So you do need uh, a certain amount of money, of course, to survive happily. But it's important that, you know, that you wake up happy in the morning. It's important. That is, that is true wealth to me. It's important that you have the flexibility to do other things that you love to do, not just your business. So try to not listen to what people say your business should look like. Every successful business looks different. You just need to figure out what a successful business looks like to you. What is going to be this amazing business that would make you fall in love with your life, you know, and it can only be built on your passion and your individuality. And, you know, 99% of successful businesses look like this. They have been built on someone's passion, on someone's individuality, on this founder that had this vision and just made it happen no matter what. And if there's one thing that's common to this kind of business is that they did not do it for the money. The passion came first. The money comes later.
Okay, so the next pitfall to avoid is do not hire gurus that are not actively doing what they teach. This unfortunately happens a lot online. You know, sometimes you get people saying, oh, I have 20 years experience doing this. But there are a gazillion gurus out there who have 10, 20, 30 years experience who excel at selling you courses that you may not be ready for. And unfortunately, they are not thinking of your stage. They, I have encountered many myself who they will lie to you about whether their program is right for you, even though you ask them a lot of questions and you want to make sure that you're buying the right thing. Sometimes they're going to tell you this is right for you and then you jump on and it's not. So, you know, if you do jump on a course that you have a doubt about, always make sure that they have a good money back guarantee. But you need to also be sort of very careful. And and the way to be careful about this is to get clear about where you want to go and create your own roadmap for your business. If you're clear about where you want to go, then you can simply seek out experts, trainers, and coaches that are going to help you fill those knowledge gaps. So once you have a roadmap, you can see, and of course, if you don't have a roadmap, you might need someone to help you with that roadmap. But most people have enough intuition and gut feeling and know exactly what they want their business to look like. And they can build kind of a rough roadmap for themselves and outline what kind of skills you need in order to be able to make this work. And very often they are marketing skills, they are admin skills, um, they are tools and tech stuff. So Take a good look at what you need and, you know, stop listening to these gurus that tell you that there is a magic pill for everything. Create your own roadmap, create your own business idea of what would make your dreams come true and then start working on it step by step by filling in the knowledge gaps. One last word of warning, don't imitate the marketing of these big gurus because they have large teams and you will burn out. Plus, it's also probably not the right phase for your business to do that anyway. So be careful not to fall into the trap of really wanting what someone else has and just copying what they've got. The next thing that you don't want to do is you don't want to underestimate the power of showing up in a way you enjoy. And yes, it's going to mean showing up to crickets for a very long time until people actually start engaging with you. Very often when starting from scratch, you need to start showing up before anyone else does. So it is, it is the onus is on you. It is your responsibility to turn up first, to keep it consistent. This means that you're going to be Singing to crickets for a while, yes, it does mean that you may be feeling like, you know, you're, you're just wasting your voice. You're just blowing in the wind and, and that's, you know, that's perfectly fine. You're going to feel like that, but you have to make peace with the fact that you are going to feel like that for some time. People who start blogging don't have an audience right away. Uh, maybe if you start sharing it with the right people, you can start getting feedback right away. But it does take some time. No matter what medium you take, it is going to take some time. It is going to take 90 days at least start seeing a little bit of feedback. So you are going to have to have a little bit of grit, especially, you know, often there are people watching and reading, especially when you share on social media. And it actually takes approximately eight to 12 months to warm up a social media follower. So you can have literally crickets for a whole 12 months thinking people are not liking, people are not sharing, people are not saying anything. And the people are there, they are watching, they are reading your blog posts. This is why it's nice to be able to share your blogs on social media and then look at the statistics of how many people actually came from Facebook, how many people came from the other social media platforms, how many people came from Google. So you will be able to tell that people are actually reading what you're writing. That's very, very important. 
And, you know, this is one of the reasons actually why I choose blogging, because as my core content brings clients to search engines and directly to my site every week, and then it also gives me this opportunity to repurpose automatically, to use my content in email and on social media. And it gives me this opportunity to measure and know that people are watching and people are reading and people are getting an interest, at least they're taking an interest in what I'm doing. On social media, you're going to see a lot less of this. So that is one of the reasons why you should have your core content on your website and then use social media to amplify as automatically as you possibly can. The next thing to absolutely not do is don't overgive or coach in your content. You're going to hear some people who say, give it all away, give it all away, give it all away. I have always been very wary of this because there are a lot of people out there who will actually absorb all your content. They will read it all. And it's great. We do want to help and we do want to serve also those people who maybe may not have the budget to work with us at the moment. But you have to be careful because if you give too much away, you will not have a business left. So this one is actually quite a simple one. You need to give value without giving it all away. Show your expertise without coaching clients. You talk about your process. You can talk about your results and perhaps really good one to talk about is your client stories. And But you want to avoid sort of giving people the special secret sauce, the full formula, because then they can go away and do it without you. And of course, we all know that nobody wins when they go and do it without you because they will never achieve the same results. So they will think that your system doesn't work. They will think that you're not an expert. They will think that you don't know what you're doing. They will also be demotivated because they think perhaps that they are not good enough and they cannot make it happen. And it's one of those things where it doesn't really help anybody when people go away and try to action everything. So be careful. Always give people something that's going to give them a small win, but don't give away your whole process and your whole system because only you know how to make that work for people. And the whole idea of coaching is that people need coaching because they cannot do it by themselves. So don't give them the whole thing so they think they can because we know that they are not going to manage. And this doesn't really doesn't help anybody. Okay, so don't overgive. The next thing you don't want to do is you don't want to use marketing techniques that ruin your reputation. And you might be thinking, is there such a thing? Well, yeah, there is such a thing these days. You've got to be careful what you pick as your main strategy to show up. Because frankly, shaking your butt on Instagram or TikTok is not going to land you that executive client that you're looking for. So you've got to be careful. You've got to really know your target audience and where they are and who they are. Okay, because if if your target audience is teenagers and, you know, you're trying to sell them something cheap and cheerful, great. But if you want, you're selling something serious. You know, a coach is a bit like a therapist. Maybe you can afford to be on TikTok if you're selling health or training or weight loss and stuff like that. But, you know, if you're a serious coach in the sense that you're selling life coaching, executive coaching, career coaching, people want to be entertained on social media. But it is not your job to entertain them as the owner of a coaching business. It's one of those things where people want to be interested on TikTok, even in Instagram. You know, people who are maybe dancing or have particular music are going to get their their attention because they are there to be entertained. They are not there to buy. But unfortunately, nobody wants to hire an entertainer as a coach. 
So it's it's really doesn't help your reputation. People want to hire someone serious, someone who can get results when it comes to the coach. They want someone who has credentials, someone who has testimonials. And of course, you can still use these tools on social media. You can use reels, you can make videos, but try not to go down the influencer path because this is where people get it wrong. Influencers come from a very different place. It's a completely different business model. It's got nothing to do with the coaching model. I've had clients with 15,000 followers and an average of two clients per month on a good month. So be wary of the influencer approach because it's a lot of work. And in terms of coaching, it's going to give you very, very little return. And what it means is there's no scalability. It's going to give you a little bit of money. So it's going to fool you into thinking that it's going to work for you. But in the long run, it's going to give you very little return. So make sure that the marketing techniques you use are building your reputation, not diluting it. Always be mindful of this. Okay, so today we covered the pitfalls to avoid as a new coach. And here they are. So the first thing is don't avoid niching. Pick the right marketing strategy for your business stage. Don't ignore your personality, passions, and dreams. Make sure that your business is built on what you desire. Don't hire gurus that are not actively doing what they teach. It might not work anymore because the internet evolves really, really fast. Don't underestimate the power of showing up. Even if you're showing up to crickets, but make sure that you're showing up in a way you enjoy so that you can stay consistent. Don't overgive or coach in your content. It doesn't serve you and it doesn't serve your future client. Nobody wins. Don't use marketing techniques that ruin your reputation because you might get a little bit of cash flow now, but in the long run, it will break your business. Thank you very much for listening. But before you go, I want to ask you, do you have a burning, pressing question you'd like to ask me or something you're struggling with in your coaching business? Then you might want to enter the chance to win a 45-minute laser coaching session with me. There's actually no other way of booking a one session with me um, because I don't offer this anymore. But you can get your hands on a 45-minute Pick My Brain session by leaving a review on this podcast. I'll be giving away one session per month to anyone who goes to stephaniefitani.com slash reviews and follows the instructions to leave an easy review over there. You can also go to your favorite podcast app right now while you're listening and leave a review there. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick a review every month and let you know who won the free session on the first episode of the month. When you hear your review and your name on the podcast, all you'll need to do is drop me a line on info at stephaniefitani.com to redeem your free strategy session. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share it with friends and colleagues and anyone you think is going to find this useful. If you'd like to give me some feedback, leave a review on iTunes or a comment on the YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app or YouTube. Whatever you do, make sure you don't miss the next episode because we have more juicy content coming your way. See you in the next episode.